Organizations of all sizes have never been more reliant on technology than they are now. But larger businesses specifically, often spread out across the globe with millions of users in dozens of countries, are especially reliant on sophisticated software that can coordinate their operations and handle vast amounts of data with ease. When you need enterprise-level technology solutions, how do you know what to look for? Well, let's talk to a couple people who know that better than just about anyone. Welcome to Momentum, a podcast by Jotform, where we talk about the technology, productivity tips, insights, and best practices that help us move forward in business and in life. My name is Elliot, and today I'm here with Tolga Sackman and Tim Scholl from the Jotform Enterprise team. Welcome to the show today, guys. Thanks, Elliot. Good morning. Great to have you. So today, of course, I want to focus on all things enterprise. Um, I think this topic could be valuable for a few different types of audiences. Obviously, for those who are actively engaged in the enterprise space, whether they work for an enterprise team or are on the client side utilizing enterprise-level services, as well as informative for everyone else, people like me, who see enterprise options listed for pretty much every technology we encounter, all touting this list of sophisticated features. But we don't really know what lies beyond that button that says contact enterprise or contact sales. So I think having you guys on the show today will really help shed some light on this aspect of the technology space. Um, so may we start just by you guys giving a brief background on who both of you are, your, your roles at Jotform, and how long you've been working in enterprise. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll kick it off, Elliot. So my name is Tolga Sackman. I'm the VP of Enterprise Sales here at Jotform. Been here two years. I was responsible for um, coming in and building the team. Um, Tim here is part of that team. Uh, we're growing, we're expanding. Um, there's a huge need for Jotform Enterprise, so um, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Uh, good morning. Tim Scholl here. I uh, head up the West Coast sales team. Been working for Tolga for about a year and a half. Uh, in sales in total, have 30 years of experience selling to enterprises, uh, both hardware, software, and uh, finally SaaS, where I just fell in love. Great. Well, like I said, it's it's wonderful to have both you guys on the show. Um, I figured let's lay some some context, I guess, specifically for for the Jotform Enterprise Program. You know, Jotform, as, as many of our listeners would probably know, started as a freemium business model. We're still a freemium business model, primarily geared towards smaller organizations to start with. Um, but eventually, we've now transitioned to adding a full enterprise side of our business. So, uh, can you shed some light on what what led to that? What what were the difficulties? Difficulties in, in kicking off a dedicated enterprise program. Sure. Um, so, um, as you said, Jotform has been around since 2006. We have more than 11 million users on our platform today, on a standard platform. Any given day, 20,000 or more people will sign up for it. So, it's a massive platform growing rapidly. And um, all of these 11 million plus users are really what we call single user plans, meaning only one person can log in to create forms, she's the only one who can manage those forms, and most importantly, she's the only one who can access the submission data, right? About three years ago, we uh, launched Jotform Enterprise specifically for the multi-user scenario for the organizations. This is where you have multiple people collecting information for similar or different purposes, and you may or may not want them to have access to each other's data. Um, an example that I use all the time is, you know, you might have an organization with, say, HR people collecting sensitive employee data internally. Maybe uh, marketing is using forms to, to survey consumers out there. Finance is using forms to collect credit card data, credit card uh, payments. Um, you don't want your marketing or your finance teams to be able to see the data HR is collecting, right? Because mm -hmm. it's sensitive, confidential data. On the flip side, though, you want all 10 of your HR people to be able to collaborate that data with each other. So Jotform Enterprise is about giving organizations a centrally managed multi-user environment where you get to control who gets to see what based on their roles and responsibilities. Now, to create this multi-user environment, we set up a dedicated server for each of our enterprise customers. And uh, that dedicated server gives you a few distinct benefits. Uh, the first one is the obvious one. Uh, your forms and your data are physically removed from the shared server environment so that um, you know, if, uh, anything that happens on that environment does not impact your, your uh, server. Um, secondarily, um, because it's a dedicated server, we are able to give you a custom domain name. 
Uh, in some cases, customers want more than one custom domain name, which we can accommodate. Uh, and that gives you the brand identity that you want. Your forms, in, instead of being forms.chatform.com slash register, it's more like forms.yourdomain.com slash register. So larger brands will probably find that really attractive. Exactly, exactly. Not, not only for internal, but also for external data collection. When you're sending out links, uh, it actually looks like an extension of your brand sure. identity, your website. Um, the other benefit of the dedicated server is uh, we are able to integrate with our customers single sign-on solution. So that gives you uh, the, uh, the IT security where your users, instead of using a separate username and password, they would be using your corporate, their corporate email credentials to get into their accounts. Um, and that way, and this is convenient for the users who are creating forms, managing them, accessing data, but from an IT security perspective, when somebody leaves the organization, you're able to just cut off their email and their access to JotForm Enterprise also goes away. A side benefit of the SSO integration, which I believe in some cases is even bigger, is uh, we're able to SSO protect internal facing forms. For instance, for HR, for internal uh, finance uh, you know, approval processes, uh, you're able to uh, make sure that people authenticate themselves using their corporate email credentials to even see the form. Not only that, we're even able to pre-fill uh, sections of the form with your information from the corporate directory. Like, you know, as soon as you see the form, your name, your email, your department, your supervisor, they're automatically there. And that way, you're bringing the noise down to zero. And most importantly, you're making sure that the person who's filling out the form is exactly who they say they are, right? Uh, and we have a lot of... Um, uh, higher education customers, for instance, who are taking advantage of this for uh, students or faculty or staff facing forms. A um, couple of the things I want to mention, and these are super important as well. The standard plans have um, some limitations around number of forms, number of form submissions per month, number of API calls per day, whereas with, uh, with Enterprise, the, none of those limits apply. So it's an unlimited usage platform. And lastly, uh, and not leastly, is um, the standard plans have access to support through online forums only, meaning there's nobody to talk to when you, when you have a problem. Whereas with Enterprise, uh, we have a dedicated team of enterprise support engineers who are able to answer your questions directly, uh, quickly. Uh, they know you by name, you know them by name. Uh, but perhaps most importantly, if something cannot be resolved over a quick email exchange, they're able to say, let's jump on a Zoom call, let's do a screen share. That type of real-time hand-holding sessions are really uh, important to our enterprise customers. Um, so to sum it up, um, if you are using uh, forms uh, to do mission-critical applications, either internally or externally within your organization, um, you want enterprise-level uh, security, you want SLAs, you want uptime promises, you want uh, you know, error response time, error resolution time promises, and this is what we offer with uh, JotForm Enterprise. Sure. Um, Tim, anything to add on to that? I feel like that was a very thorough response. <laughs> <laughs> Tolk has done that once or twice. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the thing uh, with single sign-on that it makes it so attractive for enterprises uh, is it makes it look like their own product. Jotform mm. totally disappears from the product. And especially important if you're doing finan collecting financial information, sure. medical information, um, when they see a unknown entity at the top of the, the URL, it looks like somebody is, is fishing for information. Right. Um, when it comes from directly from the entity that they're doing business with, they have an assurance that, that it, it's not nefarious. Sure, sure. So a lot of the themes that I'm getting is that the enterprise part of our business was developed to really address some specific, very specific needs of, of larger companies. Up, and up until three years ago, we didn't offer this. Uh, it wasn't something that was really in our consideration set. But what kind of led to that specific transition three years ago? Was it, was it just a company that came to us, started asking for these features? Was it in the pipeline for, for a while? What led us to grow from you know, really those single users for you know, 12 years of, of our business to suddenly adding this on three years ago? That, that's a great question, actually, Elliot. So 
Um, what really led to was uh, we have quite a few large organizations who had been using our uh, standard platform. Uh, and they really, uh, they approached us and they said, you know what, we actually need to vet you guys. We want to be able to vet your security. We want to be able to centrally manage those users because, you know, in a single user plan, uh, the, the person who signed up for it technically owns not only the forms, but also the data, mm -hmm. right? So <clears throat> as an organization, you have zero control over what information your employees are collecting. Uh, and if somebody leaves the organization, guess what? The, the data that they collected on behalf of the organization leaves with them. It's not transferable. That is, yeah, yeah exactly. That is a, uh, that's a nightmare scenario, right? So for IT control, IT security purposes, uh, there was a need for a solution uh, like enterprise. So um, some of our larger customers approached us and uh, it's essentially it was a, a product that was built to meet that demand specifically. And uh, from there, uh, you know, we started with a few uh, large enterprise customers and then we realized that there was a huge potential here and there was a huge need for it. So uh, it evolved into what we now call Jotform Enterprise. Sure. Um yeah, what what are some of these these use cases or industries that you see kind of flocking to to enterprise? Are there some recurring themes that you see, or how has that grown as part of our business? Absolutely, uh, we have quite a few examples. You want to kick it off, Tim? What what's what's the industries are using? Uh, sure, um, bread and butter is is probably healthcare. Um, in part because of the, the pandemic going mm -hmm. on, um, but also the, the need, they're starting to wake up on the flexibility and customizability that Jotform brings. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, the speed at which they can come to market with a survey, with a, with a questionnaire, um, with a compliance issue that they're able to uh, allow their employees to watch a video and physically sign off saying, yes, I've seen this video. Um, medical is is huge opportunity for us. Um, government is also proving um, to be quite uh, quite a great market for us as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I would probably add uh, education market that I mentioned before, the, especially higher mm -hmm. ed, but even the uh, K through twelve education, not only here in the U.S. by the way, uh, across the across the globe. Um, organizations, uh, you know, schools and universities, they need to collect a lot of information from their students, either existing students or prospective students. Um, and they're also a business, right? They have employees, the faculty, the staff, and uh, they have a lot of information that needs to be collected for um, HR purposes, for um, finance purposes. And I'll give you a good example, actually. One of our um, first uh, enterprise customers that led us down this road, they use Jotform Enterprise specifically for approval processes. Mm -hmm. um, so let's say, for instance, as an employee, you want to buy a laptop, you go and fill out a form, um, and uh, if it is less than $2,000, it goes to your immediate supervisor, and we get that information from the uh, Active Directory. Uh, and if it's more than $2,000, it goes to the regional VP for approval. Once that person receives um, the, um, the notification, they click on it, they can see the form that was exact as it was filled out. And there's a section at the bottom that they say, you know, approve or decline. Uh, if they approve, it goes to the next level of approval. If they decline, it goes back to the original mm -hmm. submitter, gives them a chance to, you know, reconfigure and maybe resubmit or just give up, right? But you have uh, these uh, processes, and this is one th something I want to emphasize here. We're not about building forms, right? We're about building business processes and making sure that you get obviously rid of paper, but also you get rid of workflows managed through email because uh, email is probably not the best uh, mm -hmm. venue to, to manage your workflows. For sure, for sure. It sounds like... Um a central a central theme to a lot of the needs that we're meeting is around uh, the the security specifically, especially for information that is um, that is sensitive in nature. You know, financial, medical. Um, so prior to Jotform Enterprise, did we just not have many medical institutions or finance financial institutions? Did they have to seek other solutions? Did we start getting a bunch when we started implementing these enterprise level security protocols? Um, what was the evolution there. So before Jotform Enterprise, when people needed us to respond to a security questionnaire, 
because we have millions of users, we just you know cannot scale to responding to individual requests, mm -hmm. right? right? So there was essentially uh, nothing in place to meet those demands. Whereas with enterprise, you know, you are dealing with a central IT organization at the customer. They have specific needs. We have a security team that is dedicated to mm -hmm. answering those questions uh, and making sure that we are checking all the boxes on the from the IT security perspective, from a compliance perspective, and. Uh, you know, if knock on wood, there has been no case where we have not been able to pass with flying colors. We'll take that. Absolutely. And is that a, I assume that's a crucial selling point to, to gaining the business. Is absolutely. the fact that we have that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, are we seeing many of our enterprise users, and I guess this is just a question for enterprise technology in general, do we see a lot of users upgrade from being standard level users, or are we seeing a lot of new enterprise users who were never JotForm customers come in specifically drawn to our enterprise program? That, that's a great question, and I'll, I'll start off and I'll, I'll kick it over to Tim. Um, it's a mix, right? Uh, the majority of our, well, let's say around 70% of our customers are coming from existing JotForm standard plan users. And uh, they are moving up because they need one of the enterprise-specific features, like they need uh, multiple users, they need uh, IT security questionnaire to be filled out, they need to have single sign-on integration, um, they need to have a custom domain, name it, right? And then there are people who are finding, coming to us as fresh, non-standard JotForm users coming to us, you know, from finding us through uh, either online search or, you know, we have our outreach efforts and uh, that they have a specific need for a enterprise-grade data collection, reporting mm -hmm. and analytics tool. And uh, that's how we are uh, addressing them. Wonderful. Yeah. Tim. Yeah, our, our primary market uh, is the get it done person in the organization. They have a need. Um, it has come up recurringly in their business. There's no tool out there, and the get it done person just goes out and finds it. And usually it, it starts with the Google search. Um, they identify uh, specific things they're looking for. Are they looking for HIPAA? Are they looking for encrypted forms? Um, and JotForm comes up, and the discovery is made. Um, if they have experience with Google Forms or Microsoft Forms, even better because they've seen um, what a general tool looks like. They're familiar with how to build forms, and then they try JotForm, and then they see where a business that is focused on one thing that has been in doing business for 14 years, um, they experience th the ease at which uh, to build forms to do a variety of things and how quickly they can get uh, up and running in business. And um, that's usually the entree, and then it spreads throughout the organization. They have such success, they talk about it, and others want to join. Definitely. Yeah. That's actually a good question, if I may piggyback on that. Um, a lot of the times, somebody, like Tim said, has a specific need for data collection, reporting, and analytics inside the organization. Let's say HR is a good entry point, right? They, mm -hmm. they have this need, and they come to us, and they deploy a JotForm Enterprise and instance for the organization, and when the finance folks find out about it, because they have been using, I mean, everybody collects data, right? There's right. that need. Uh, and uh, you, most of the time, if it is not a uh, IT security vetted solution, if it is not a secure enough solution, or if it is just a cumbersome solution, they, they are always on the lookout for something better. So when they see HR using it, they talk internally. And we have a lot of our... Um, Sales are actually uh, sales within the same organization. You know, once we mm -hmm. get in, it just uh, goes it goes around like uh, wildfire. Definitely. So those um, those decision makers for for the company, if we're speaking sort of to them a, a little bit, it makes sense. Obviously, if you're a large organization, tons of members, you need the security. You know, an enterprise plan makes sense. If you're a really small organization, you're maybe you're, you're a solopreneur or something, uh, a single user plan makes sense. What is the convergence level? What's the what's the medium where you start to see more enterprise? How large is the company at which you're like, okay, I'm might need an enterprise plan. What if you're right on the boundary of like a single sign-on plan, single user plan, or a multi-user plan? If you're a decision maker in that company, what's going to influence you towards enterprise or towards a single user account? That great question again. Um, you know, when you when people hear about the name enterprise, they think that well, I'm not a you know large multinational right, that's corporation. That's sort of the association with yeah, it. Yeah, uh, and you know this is probably not for me. I should look into a mm -hmm. standard plan. Well, that's uh, you know it cannot be further from the truth because 
Yes, we have uh, super large uh, enterprise customers out there, but we also have, uh, you know, uh, doctors' offices, pharmacies uh, that are like super regional. Um, uh, they have multiple locations, or they have multiple people uh, that are uh, that need to have access to data, or that mm-hmm. need to be able to collect data for their specific purposes. And again, to, to back to my original point, they don't want to have uh, people accessing each other's data, right? Mm-hmm. So. And we have quite a few customers who approach us because they have that one need, right? I need multi-user, or you know, I need a single sign-on integration, and you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need to have access to all of those other bells and whistles. Well, guess what? Nobody does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have had zero customers to date where they said, you know, I need all. 16 features that are enterprise specific. Yeah. That never happens, right? There's always one thing that they have, uh, that they're one or two things that they're after, and when they get in, they're like, oh, you know what? Actually, I should integrate this with my single sign-on. Maybe I should you know, f- bring HR into this. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's really, uh, it depends on your, on your needs. Uh, you know, what, uh, you don't, not on your size, but mm-hmm. really on your needs, uh, whether you need enterprise or not. Right, makes sense. And that's interesting because most prospects slash existing customers will come to us to solve a certain use case, mm-hmm. you know, point A, B, and C. And Jotform can do that 99% of the time out of the box. Yeah, no problem. But it's the realization that we are more than just solving that problem is the product is so wide and deep and it, and it collects information with signatures, legally enforceable signatures. You're able to collect documents, photos, video, it is a great collection spot. And uh, what I like to sell with is send that link to our 10,000 pre-made forms mm-hmm. and yeah. have people take a look at that in their organization. Template library. Um, yeah. And people through their own jo- uh, the lens in their job, they start seeing, oh my gosh, I could do this or I could do this. Process flows um, are a great example of that is when they see what a process flow looks like and how easy it is to set up and change um, there, that just extends the use cases into that organization. Right. That kind of segues into, into my next question. Do you see a lot of our enterprise customers honing in on one use case? Like they just need to make a lot of reservations and that's how they do it. Or do you see a lot more suddenly using JotForm for other things like the workflow approvals? You know, what's, what's their entry point? Do they, do they normally just have the one or do they start to expand as they get more comfortable with the product? It's usually uh, the former. Uh, they mm-hmm. have one specific specific need. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an example. When uh, the COVID vaccinations became available in December of last year, uh, we had, uh, first it was the, the healthcare workers that need, needed to be vaccinated, right? So it was their employer, the healthcare provider, who approached us to essentially use our scheduling tool uh, to schedule feature mm-hmm. to be able to schedule vaccinations for people. Uh, and, uh, you know, they have essentially invested in a Jotform Enterprise platform. And then from there, it went to HR, it went to finance, and you know, we expanded from there. Um, so obviously, right after the healthcare providers, it was, uh, depending on your jurisdiction, it was the state and local governments who purchased uh, a lot of uh, Jotform Enterprise instances, mm-hmm. again, specifically for uh, managing uh, the scheduling of their vaccinations. And it's not just about scheduling, right? Somebody schedules for a COVID vaccine, for instance, um, then they receive uh, a, um, a, you know, uh, a autoresponder email that says, this is your appointment, this is your building to go to. And then when they show up, they can just show that uh, you know, email notification, mm-hmm. they, 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 um, the approval. Uh, and some customers have even embedded like a QR code uh, where they can scan the QR code and find exactly who that person is, verify it. Right. And uh, when the person gets their vaccine, uh, the nurse is able to add additional notes to that customer's uh, uh, line on the, on the uh, enterprise database where, you know, if it's the right arm that they put the vaccine in, this is the vial number, et cetera, et cetera. So, and they need to have uh, access to that information organization-wide, right? right. So it just it expands from that entry point. Definitely. And, and one of the things that they get so excited about is we're really good at collecting information, really good at setting up that database and have that custom server, but being able to access that information, um, and, and that's we have given them so many tools in which to do that. Um, Google Sheets, Google Drive being a, a, a great uh, uh, byproduct of, of what we were able to do. We were able to take the information out of Jotform and put it into various things. Mm-hmm. Um, we even have an API 
that uh, enterprises can leverage and use this like a big data smorgasbord as they can take data out of Jotform and put it into whatever systems that they want. Enterprises love that simply because they allow us to do what we do best and then they feed the other systems. Definitely. Right. And they have, I mean, we're not getting into a greenfield application, right? They have processes in place. They have uh, a CRM tool in place. They have, uh, you know, their data storage systems in place. In the case of uh, healthcare, they have their uh, medical record systems in place. And the, the, the fact that we are able to play nicely with all of those, you know, we have integrations out of the box. And in those rare instances where, let's say, an organization using a 40-year-old EHR system, uh, they're still able to integrate our data to their system through webhooks, through APIs. Mm -hmm. It's very, very seamless. And <clears throat> I want to also touch upon one other thing. Um, our listeners may have heard of uh, this new movement around low code, mm -hmm. no code. Um, in most organizations, uh, there's an IT team that is responsible for building applications within right. the platform. You know, every organization, you know, not everything that is off the shelf is, is going to be usable for your organization. Let's say you're mm -hmm. tracking your uh, truck fleet, right? Uh, and they, they want to have these tools. And uh, most of the time, those applications are uh, built in-house or they outsource it, but it has to be built, you know, purpose-built. But somebody who needs to, uh, who, who does that needs to be, uh, you know, proficient in programming and application development. Whereas with our tools, uh, anybody can become a builder of applications. You don't have to be a coder. You don't have to know JavaScript, HTML, CSS, none of those acronyms. You right? just have to drag and drop. Right? You just have to drag and drop. You build your application. And we have even uh, more exciting features coming down the line where we're able to, we're going to be able to give uh, apps mm -hmm. uh, to, to organizations where they have all of their HR forms and it goes to, you know, automatically installs on everybody's phone. And if they want to you know, take a day off, that the, the, the app, you know, let's say the company Company, company.com app is there on their phone. They can just click on it, find the right form, fill out that form, and uh, everything is in one place. And that is just a, a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. And IT organizations love it because <clears throat> forever they have been the bottleneck. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's a <laughs> there's a huge demand of everybody wants an application that is built inside the organization, and it all comes to IT, and they have a a obviously limited resources to build all those applications and uh, they become the bottleneck. And when they give that ability to build, give people the ability to build their own applications, that really takes the load off of the IT team there. And that, that no code sort of, um, place that we have in the market that, that I, I'm not going to call it, it's not a marketing gimmick because it's just, it's who we are. Right. Uh, but that's just as attractive to an enterprise business as it is to a solopreneur. Just Absolutely. because you're a large business doesn't mean you're still <clears throat> not going to want no code because it just, it takes so much off your plate as an enterprise business. So that has been in Jotform's DNA since we started in 2006. And even now, 15 years later, even with massive businesses worldwide, it's still very much a, a selling point for us, um, um, obviously. You've mentioned a few times throughout the course of conversation. I think I, I understand a lot of the um, benefits that Enterprise offers as far as um, SSO, security, some of these other things. Um, can you talk a little bit specifically about the separate server for Enterprise? What benefit does having a separate server give Enterprise customers? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I touched upon this earlier, but um, uh, so you have the, um, the fact that your forms and your da data are physically removed from the rest of the Jotform Enterprise, uh, Jotform uh, standard users shared server environments. That's the key thing, the custom domain, the SSO integration. But one thing that, uh, that we didn't touch upon is because it's a dedicated server, um, we're able, you're able to choose the location of that server. Mm. And uh, a lot of countries, uh, and I can name Australia, Canada, UK, uh, the entire EU region, uh, they, have, uh, they have mandates to keep the data within the country. Right, right, right. That's so, significant. Yeah, for, for an Australian business, for instance, uh, if they, uh, not if, but they have a <clears throat> mandate from the government where any, call, any data that they collect from, their, from the uh, citizens, it needs to remain in country. 
So when a, a, a Jatram Enterprise customer from uh, Australia buys 100% of them, they have their data servers uh, in their data centers in, their, um, in, in our Sydney data center. Mm-hmm. So that's why the data never leaves the country. And this is a, this is a huge, huge benefit in international markets. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that, but um, it makes sense. That's, they couldn't even start to approach using our platform without even that being an option, uh, being a possibility. Precisely. So I guess, um, and segueing into, into that a little bit, I'd like to take a bit of a step back and talk about the context of our products around enterprise and what our strategy is versus you know some other technology companies, they reserve a lot of their actual products specifically for enterprise. Whereas Jotform, you know, we everyone paid or non-paid can use you know Jotform tables, can use Jotform approvals, can use you know our, our PDF features. Um, that is not what is price gated for us or for enterprise users. Instead, we focused in on a couple very specific things that uh, are exclusive only to to enterprise. So I guess, could you talk a little bit about our strategy behind what we choose from product perspective to make available to everyone and what we choose to make available to enterprise members and how our strategy is maybe a little bit unique from some of the competitors we see in the space? Um, that's uh, once again, a great, great question. Um, so with the um, with, this, with our standard platform, like you said, you have pretty much access to all of the features out there, mm-hmm. uh, minus the super enterprise specific ones like the single sign-on, right. multiple users, etc. But um, I see Jotform Enterprise as a startup within a larger startup because those 11 million users uh, they are our uh, essentially uh, our lead generation machine. Right. Uh, the more features that we provide in our freemium offering, um, the better because uh, they use that platform and it's sticky. You know, they 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 uh, include somebody else into their purchase, a- approval process, and that person becomes aware of Jotform as a as a as a product, and they become a user. And uh, you know, as we increase the user count on the freemium product, that really is a, a mining field for us. Uh, that just trickles down really to into enterprise uh, as as a, as a lead generation machine. Mm-hmm. You mentioned sticky a few times. Can you uh, clarify a little bit more what you mean by Jotform being? Sticky. Sure. Um, so, when an organization um, deploys Jotform Enterprise, um, the solution becomes ingrained into their processes. You know, from then data intake to data processing to analysis to reporting, uh, it really you know uh, in gets ingrained into uh, the application uh, um, uh, atmosphere or mm-hmm. stratosphere that they have built. So, um, and I use the word sticky, not as a, you know, for, they can't really get rid of us, but it's really, um, uh, you know, something that really becomes part of their entire technology ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So it is, and this is something that, you know, we're super proud of. Uh, we have a super high uh, renewal rate and very, very low churn rates because if the customer is, is using Jotform Enterprise, it really uh, becomes part of their uh, technology stack, really. Right, right. Yeah, we, we've seen even um, some government agencies that have come to us and said, everything we do is paper, Tim. And now with COVID, not only can we not do paper, but our people are scattered throughout. What can you do for us? And we start from that point um, a year later, flash to a, a year later, they have over 500 forms, over 350,000 people have filled out forms. Um, you see the power of what Jotform can do. And now their constituents are raving about the county saying, since COVID, you guys have become super efficient <laughs> and it's easy to make appointments and it's easy to sure. fill out paperwork and everything's online and it just revolutionizes businesses. Sure. I mean, we're giving companies uh, genuinely a, a new way to work. And once you've opened that door, it's it's hard to go back. Right. right? And right. that's that's kind of the whole because point. Because why would you? Right. Why would you? You know? Right. And the speed to change is mm-hmm. people are, are shocked, number one, how easy it is to get up and running. Um, from an enterprise perspective, um, we go from uh, signature to the server set up within an hour and delivering that to the customers and getting their forms out, importing their existing forms into their, into their uh, mm-hmm. enterprise server. And 
the speed at which we can make solutions happen. And that's what fires me up every day is the ability to help people. As, as my wife says, this, this is the ultimate guy tool. It's, <laughs> I solve so many problems with, with Jotform because it does so much um, in, in helping people at, the, at a record time make change in that organization. And especially in these days where you have to uh, reinvent yourself. Jotform is a big part of that with, with our enterprise customers. Mm, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the the early years of enterprise. Some of what what features did we have in place right when we launched enterprise, and what were some of our early learnings that sort of guided our our enterprise strategy as we were just setting out on this journey. Um, so it really started with uh, you know the ability to answer the the IT security questionnaires, mm-hmm. um, the ability to have multiple users, uh, and uh, a lot of the uh, the, the enterprise specific features have been then added on because our customers ask for it. Right. And this is one of the key benefits from a, from a customer perspective. You have direct access and through our enterprise support team, through your account manager, you have direct access and direct influence on what gets built next. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're one of the 11 million plus uh, standard users, you may have a feature request, but guess what? You're going to be, you know, it's one of the 11 million you know. You know, requests out there. But if you're a large, you know, if you're an enterprise customer, you don't have to be large, by the way. You can be any enterprise mm-hmm. customer. Uh, your uh, requests get uh, prioritized from a feature uh, respect, feature. Um, um, request perspective from a you know if there are occasional bugs you know there they get handled mm-hmm. much much faster. Sure. So, uh, but you know our roadmap is determined by our conversations with our customers, and that is key. You know we have a team Absolutely. of customer success people whose job is to listen to the customers. What do you need? How are you using the platform? How can we get better? Mm-hmm. How can we do this better for you? What what other features do you need? And uh, that that constant two way conversation is really uh, what drives us. What drives our roadmap? What we, what what determines what we deliver for our customers? And that the fact that they have that input, that huge influence on our roadmap, is really you know our strength and also you know a huge benefit to them are you willing able to maybe share an example of something that was suggested or requested by an enterprise customer that we didn't originally have that we ended up developing sure um i'll give you one example um a lot of the times, for instance, if you wanted to do a, uh, a search for a specific, uh, in EU, you know, they have these rules around, you know, forget me rules, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody says, you know, I want all of my um, records uh, from your company to be stricken from the record, I don't want to be forgotten. Um, guess what? You have uh, hundreds and thousands of forms that you're collecting. And uh, for instance, you know, with the single user plans, uh, you can only search one user's forms. And uh, if you wanted to do mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a search for that specific John Smith entry, uh, that would take you hours and days to just right. find it. It's just an unnecessary, tedious work. Right. Whereas with enterprise, you know, we, when we got that request, we were pretty quickly able to put that into action where you have a, a server-wide search. You know, give me all instances on John Smith and then, you know, if you, you can say check all and delete all. And You're probably it. like, this would be a request that all our enterprise users could actually use even if they haven't thought of it yet. A, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's what determines, right? That what, gets, what gets prioritized. Right? If, if it's something that is very, very, you know, one customer specific, mm-hmm. that gets a backseat to something that would benefit all of our enterprise Everyone. customers. Yeah, absolutely. Adding the value to, to everyone, right? Um, so let's let's shift gears a little bit here. I think we've we've really covered the territory of of what enterprise is, how it how it helps customers. So let's talk a little bit about actually being an enterprise team member. Um, can you just walk us through maybe a, a standard day for <laughs> for you and Tim? I, I mean, I'm curious myself. What what does actually entail being an enterprise team member at Jotform? Great question. You want to kick it off? <laughs> um, sure. It is. Um, it is the, probably one of the most exciting jobs that I've had um, from the perspective is there's just so much to do and um, so many details to follow up on, so much interest in, in the product um, itself. 
It's um, it's a, a day in the life. Of course, everything is is driven by our, our CRM, mm-hmm. um, making sure that you know that virtually tells me I get up and here's what I need to do first and foremost is task, task, task. Get e- emails out, move deals forward, um, and then scheduling is um, being able to schedule uh, customer calls, being able to identify is this a prospect call, is this a discovery call, um, and build from there, and then. Um, and then there's the uh, the plot twists in the day that are always, uh, always. that always seem to come up, and <laughs> y- you think you know what you're going to do, and it never turns out quite like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I find myself, and, and I'm blessed with uh, being able to work from home. And in fact, I work outside by my pool. <laughs> and wow, must be nice. It is. Uh, it, it's life is good. And. Uh, the next thing you know, my wife comes out and says it's dinner time, and you just don't realize that yeah. an entire day has passed, and you you just go, and uh, and then the next day dawns and you start again. It's a it's a very very fast paced environment, and mm-hmm. all of my team members and we have people across the globe. Everybody's you know working from their home offices, uh, and uh, you get up. Um, that lead generation machine that I mentioned, uh, it keeps constantly churning. You know, for people reaching out to us, uh, asking about Jotform Enterprise, how can I get in, you know, what's the pricing, et cetera. So a lot of your day is about responding to those incoming inquiries. And um, then you have um, these uh, meet demos and Q&A sessions and meetings with prospects. And of course, you're also an account manager, right? You're you're talking to existing customers, making sure that they're they're happy, uh, asking about their you know, feature needs, et cetera. And I have uh, scheduled, uh, you know, f- um, uh, periodic meetings with uh, with our larger customers okay. on a constant basis. And those meetings essentially, again, drive where we go from here. Right, right. So you're really wearing kind of both the hats of, of trying to get them in the door, talking to prospects, but also just maintaining the accounts and making sure that everyone's happy. Most definitely. So how, how does, you, you mentioned that Enterprise, of course, it started three years ago, kind of as a separate um, faction of, of Jotform, right? How does the Enterprise team intersect with all the other teams at Jotform? You know, how, what, are your, what are your touch points with them? Do you more or less just kind of keep to yourselves? Is there a lot of intersection? How, how are those dynamics? Um, <clears throat> we work very closely with our product development team mm-hmm. and our engineering team, sure. mostly because uh, we're in constant need of additional features, uh, feature requests coming from our customers. So I would say um, the the engineering team, and we have a specific uh, dedicated engineering team for our enterprise platform. We have product manager, we have engineers, we have developers, and we have customer success team. So so. We we work very very closely with them, but we also work with uh, you know the, the marketing folks, the growth folks, mm-hmm. uh, the data analytics folks, uh, because we are you know blessed with a, a large number of customers. Uh, we're now into getting getting into the territory of you know the the big numbers and sure. you know finding out trends. So I, I work with our uh, business analytics, uh, b- business intelligence team uh, also very, very closely. And uh, yeah, it is it is definitely not an island. Uh, we're right. very much entrenched into uh, the business and we're working with pretty much, we're touching every single uh, group inside the company. Right. Sometimes you might even do a podcast with marketing. You know? Sometimes, you know, yes. It might, it might happen. <laughs> um, not, not to put you on the spot, but curious, do you have any particularly interesting uh, experience or or anecdote or, or anything else that you've experienced in your, your enterprise career that you'd be willing to share? You know, this is the first job I've had that I've had one of my customers call up and say, what else do you guys sell? <laughs> That's a is, great. They love the product. They, and, and most importantly, they love the support and our support mm-hmm. is second to none. Um, they, they've come to us with problems. Support's been able to, to help them in, in record time. What else can we buy from you? What else products do you have? And, and as I explained, the beauty of what Jotform is and why we're able to do what we do is we focus on that one thing mm-hmm. and we do it really, really well. Right. And, and that's the secret sauce is um, we're not VC funded. We're not forced right. into making decisions just because we need to, to have an outlay of cash or whatever the, the reasons might be. Um, we're a 14-year-old mature company, and when Absolutely. people try our product, and it's interesting being on the West Coast, I see the who's who of, of tech companies, and they'll talk about an enterprise license and say, well, what do you mean? I can build it for cheaper than that. So, yeah, you probably could, but when you look at our features and what we do, 
you, you probably will think twice and 80% of the time, two weeks later, they come back with a check in hand and saying, yeah, you're right. It's a problem we don't need to solve. You've got to solved it. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, one of my uh, favorite things to, to do is work with um, customers who would like to embed our solution into their own application. Mm-hmm. So, and we have, you know, for, for our larger customers, we have these um, um, customization um, um, opportunities where, for instance, somebody says, I want to build, uh, embed your um, your form builder into my application such that, you know, and it's going to be completely white labeled. You guys are not going to be visible. Um, and uh, we're able to accommodate those requests, mm-hmm. right? We're able to to work with them to custom, because it's, it's a dedicated server, we're able to, you know, turn things on and off and customize right. it for them. Uh, and then, you know, and these integrations, by the way, uh, to go back to the, the uh, to the API comment from Tim, uh, it can be 100% uh, graphical user interface, like GUI-based, mm-hmm. or it could be 100% API-based, uh, or it could be somewhere in between, right? And most of our customers end up in somewhere in that continuum sure. where they use some of our GUI elements and they use their own GUI and they use, our, use our API to access the platform. Right, no, that's, a, that's incredible. Um, and really being able to give them what they want, I guess, at the end of the day is, exactly. is, is the key. Um, so we're, we're sort of drawing to the end here, but I have sort of two conceptual questions that I'd like to ask and and sort of finish on. Again, for our listeners who might be coming from the client side, might be coming from the enterprise side, um, the the questions that I I, I had are, first off, if you are on the enterprise side, um, what are some general best practices or learnings you can share about building a successful enterprise program in the SaaS space? And then secondly, if you're on the client side, how do you start to seek out a good enterprise program if you're a client? And how do you know if it's the right one for you? Okay. I'll take the first one. I'll pass the second one over to Tim. So how do you build a a successful enterprise uh, team? So you could could start like we do with a freemium platform Mm -hmm. and then go up markets into the enterprise. Um, And in some instances, you know, you might you, you may start directly as an enterprise entity and then just build around it. Uh, the way that we approached it uh, has the benefit of not having to have a huge investment upfront, right? The company, as we discussed, has been around since 2006 and has built a uh, a user base and a and a product where infrastructure we was were there. exactly we were able to build our enterprise offering mm-hmm. over on top of that, right? C- getting that. Uh, that that support of the the larger organization. And uh, that allowed us to uh, build an enterprise sales and support team um, from ground up without having to raise any VC money, completely bootstrapped, right? Um, and uh, and we're growing at our own pace. You know, we, we don't have the uh, the VC gun in our heads. Uh, you know, you should hire 10 more people right. within this right. quarter. You know, because I... Yeah. It, I <laughs> I find uh, recruiting to be extremely important. Uh, we want to hire the right people. We want to bring on the right people. And uh, when you rush things, uh, things usually fall apart. It's important to grow the right way. Exactly. Yeah. It's important to grow your own way. Right. right? There is no, there is no, you know, template that works for everybody. It's sure. uh, how whatever you know your product uh, demands, whatever your market demands, and how you really want to shape your business. That's a valuable lesson. Yeah. Right. In, in growing enterprise business, it all starts with trust. Um, they're, yes, two corporations doing business together, but they're people. Mm-hmm. And being able to, number one, properly diagnose that you can actually add value, solve, solve issues. Number two, uh, ensure quality is when people look to you to become the mouth of the organization um, by collecting data um, of various sorts. That's a big responsibility, and you can't Absolutely. have a, a system that goes up and down because people's we're people's lifeline, right? Um, so you have to provide a quality product, support it well. Um, when something does come up, when you hit those bumps, like any like any business deal, you're in a relationship with people, and mm-hmm. you have to build up trust and goodwill. Mm-hmm. And when it gets bumpy, f- fix it or be honest with people and saying this is going to take a week. And what are the alternatives? And Jotform delivers that on a daily basis is they've built up that 
that reputation with our customers, not only responding to when there's a crisis, but being proactive and in, in being a consultant is they'll call us up, schedule some time with our tech support people, because of course that's included with your enterprise and saying, here's where I want to be. This is the destination. What's the best way in which to build? And they leverage that asset of, of the, the brains of our, our enterprise guys um, that saying, oh, we should do it this way, this way, this way. And at the end product, um, it, it's, it's a collaboration um, with, with our team. So that from an enterprise perspective, that is, that's how you expand the product as well. It's constantly growing, constantly forms are evolving, process flows are constantly changing. It's, uh, it's giving them the tools and the support to do that. Listening, communication, collaboration, and all the tenets of success, right? So sure. finally, as, as a client, you know, whether they're a prospective job form user or not, how, how do you sniff out a good enterprise company? What are, what are the things that you look for if you're prospecting enterprise-level services that should make you want to pull the trigger? Um, somebody who needs to build processes somebody who needs to collect internal, external, or both data, mm -hmm. somebody who needs to analyze a large amount of data that is being collected, uh, and somebody who needs to um, really own uh, the data, really own their data collection mechanism, uh, as opposed to you know, having it in multiple different hands without any central control. Uh, these are you know, the identifiers of the target customer for us. What about the other way around? If you're the customer, mm -hmm. what are you looking for in a company that can really make you feel comfortable moving forward with an enterprise level contract? Is it the, the the relationships? Is it the size? Is it the is it the security? What are some of the the tenants to look for um, when you're prospecting? Um, I think uh, Tim hit it on the hit the nail on the head. Uh, is trust. Trust. It's the personal relationships, right? So when we're talking to our customers, we we have we build that rapport. Uh, obviously, during COVID times, it has always been over Zoom without any, you know, like a sure. real handshake. But uh, we're able to build that um, personal relationship with our customers. And um, as a as a as a buyer, as a decision maker, you really want to be working with people that you trust, that mm -hmm. you know that they can deliver. And uh, the, uh, from a customer success perspective, uh, that access, direct access, real-time access to the account manager, the customer success team, the technical support team, uh, those are the, the things that you should really be looking for. Uh, because if, if somebody sells you a, a solution and then you never hear back from them right. again, you, can't, you cannot reach them, uh, that is not a good solution. It could be the most perfect product, but uh, if you don't have the support for it, uh, it's not going to go anywhere. I think that's huge, the accessibility, right? You know, you guys are investing your time in them, just like Jotform is investing our time in them. Right. Um, and it's a reciprocal relationship, and that's that's really key. Well, exactly. Well, that's awesome. Uh, gentlemen, that's that's all I have for, for today, but I just want to thank you both again for coming on and lending your time. This has been really insightful for me personally, uh, as I hope it's been for our listeners. So thank you again. Excellent. Thanks, Elliot. Awesome. Take care. Cheers.